this is Tobias of Cut Up. This is Anders from Cut Up, and you're listening to the Phantasm podcast. And uh, go get our new uh, album wherever they may run. I don't know, Bay Records worldwide. Phantasm. This is Philip Bay Jansel. My name is Kim Corey. Hey, this is Norgasm. Shane Embry, bass player of Napalm Death. Rocco Pujarriep. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. What's up, everybody? It's Jim Bush from Armored Scene. Hello, Deathsters. This is Martin Van Drunen from Asterix. And uh, you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. What the fuck is up? And welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I am Corey Gorkreist. With me... Dr. Vincent West. Hello, 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 hello. Great episode, great interview. We had our first repeat offender on the show. We had uh, Tobias of Cut Up, and he brought Anders with him on the show as well to promote their new record out on Metal Blade Records right now, wherever they may rot from Cut Up. It's their sophomore release. Uh, it's really grown on me as of late. It's actually really, really kick-ass record. Um... Not that I didn't like it before, but um, I've been listening to it nonstop. So, already right in the film. What the film we got? This is a off the fucking hinges when it starts. So, uh, Doctor, what do we got? A uh, child's play. Meet Chucky. Hi, I'm Chucky. He's more than just a toy. He's something, isn't he? He's an adventure. <laughs> he walks. He talks. <laughs> and he never needs batteries. In fact, he's virtually unbreakable. Trouble is, Chucky is one toy you never want to play with. Why not? The broadcast premiere, Child's Play, Tuesday at 8, here on Channel 2. Uh, Chris oh. Chris Sarandon just shot uh, Brad Dorif, and uh, Brad Dorif is a fucking badass. And he's, of course, Charles Lee Ray in the film... And uh, this just starts right out, balls This movie's deep. fucking beautiful, too, by the way, already. It is. We've got the, the Screen Factory release, of course. You're passing Jimmy Wong's Chinese food, which I had some Chinese food a minute ago, so it was nice. And there's uh, the infamous Playland toy store here, where it sets up the, you know, the uh, impending sacrifice here, you know. Um, it's a great movie, 1988. Um, go over some movie titles with you. I'm going to pull up the, <clears throat> if it's okay. There's some really good ones here, and I don't know if we've already done this, but who cares? It's, it's mentionable. Um, I think we <coughs> did one of these. <coughs> I think we did one of these on one we haven't released yet <coughs> uh, to the public, but we'll get those out. Uh, Hellraiser 2 Hellbound came out in 1988. I'm just going straight horror movies here. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You got uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream Master. Uh, Waxwork. The Blob, Serpent in the Rainbow. Maniac Cop, which I love. Uh, Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers. Monkey Shines, which scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Uh, Sleepaway Camp 2. Uh, Night of the Demons 2. Uh, 2. Uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Um, what else we got here? Got Dead Heat. Uh, they Live, which we have done on here, of course, was the Mike Smith episode for uh, Suffocation. It's an awesome episode. If you guys haven't 
heard that yet, you should definitely catch up on that. Uh, Poltergeist 3. Uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, which you can actually... I think they just recently put out on Blu-ray. In a they few, did? Yeah, like three different editions of the covers. They're like three different... Uh, who put that out? I didn't know that was Limited covers. I can't remember who put it out. It's a... It's not like a known company or whatever, but um, they did put it out, and there's three different covers of it. One of them uses the theatrical cover as the cover art. One uses a different one. Like there are all like one's the international cover as the. God cover. damn it! I didn't. Know, I love. I want, fuck. It's really cool. Uh, I didn't think you'd want that. Uh, yes, I do. Uh, Fright Night Part Two, 1988. Uh, Scarecrows, Brain Damage, which you can now purchase from Arrow. Uh, it's a pretty hefty release from them too. It's one of the. I think the best uh, boxed Blu-rays they've put out thus far comes with like a bunch of extra stuff, you know. Um, so definitely purchase that. Uh, Rabid Grannies, uh, which is a cult film. It's very, it's like very trauma, but it's not trauma. It's very weird, very like a C movie almost. Uh, Phantasm Two, fucking awesome. Uh, Touch of Death, uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. I have that movie. That's awesome. I love that movie. Uh, Zombie 3. And you got The Howling 4, which isn't even mentionable. Uh, Pulse. And I'll leave you with one more. And it's another one that Scream Factory has put out in their repertoire. And that is Dead Ringers. Yeah, I have that. So that's all from 88. And that's all the horror from 88. I actually I found that used in Chattanooga. Just weird. Anyway, uh, you want albums from '88? I'm trying to think what the biggest movie of '88 would be. I mean, there's so many of them. There's a lot of good comedies in '88. I guess Rain Man would be one of the biggest, and Die Hard, of course. Um, Willow also came out in '88, which is awesome. Um, Midnight Run, which the Doctor loves. Um, License to Drive, which is one that the Doctor showed me and I love. Came out in 88. This is gay. Rainbow 3, also. Or Rainbow 3. Rambo 3. uh, Also came out, so. Bloodsport. Yeah, that's all the... Really there it is, movies. but there's no goddamn... Yeah, that's it. It doesn't come out to the end of April, but what I'm saying is it doesn't say... There's three different covers you can buy for it, and they're all limited to like a certain number. One of them, I think, was only... <clears throat> of course, here, Charles Lee Ray is dead, but he has already uh, lifted his soul into the good guy doll here, which ends up being Chucky, so... And then here we are. I always want to call him by his real name is Alex or whatever, but it's um, what the fuck's his name in the film, the kid or whatever. Um, he's waiting for his good guy doll because it's his birthday. It's Andy, yeah. Um, so I forgot Catherine Hicks is in this film too. Um, she's from Manhattan, New York. She was in 
Star Trek uh, Four: The Voyage Home. Yeah. Uh, okay, metal albums. You ready? Metal albums, nineteen eighty-eight. Let's do it. Um, Keep it the Seven Keys Part Two from Halloween. Awesome. Megadeth so far, Megadeth so far so good. So what? Uh, an Aussie record that I think gets no credit. No rest for the wicked, which I love. Yeah. Um, violence, Eternal Nightmare, uh, Death Leprosy, uh, Ministry, The Land of Rape and Honey, which isn't metal; it's industrial, but still, it's good, it is a good record. Yeah, I used to do that. Jane's Addiction, Nothing Shocking, which I love, which is also not metal, but I think is a great album. I used to do that with my cereal. Pour like a shit ton of sugar on top of it. Uh, Rat Reach for the Sky. I know it's a hair band, but I love them. They're one of my favorites. Queen's Rock, Operation Mindcrime, one of the best records I've ever bought in my life. Love that album. Um, Actually on that physically as well. Poison's Open Up and Say Ah, which is also a hairband record, but I don't care because I really like it. Um, Marty Friedman's now. Dragon's Kiss, oh. his first solo album, uh, which that was the album that got him into Megadeth, actually, the Dragon's Kiss, because Mustaine had heard it. Flotsam and Jetsam, No Place for Disgrace, my favorite Flotsam record, uh, hands down. Uh, Nuclear Assault Survive, also my favorite album from Nuclear Assault. Um, King Diamond Them Slayer South of Heaven uh, Pantera Power Metal Raven Nothing Exceeds Like Excess it's the only album from that band I like uh, Cacophony Go Off which is Jason Becker and Marty Friedman together Judas Priest Ram It Down love that album Vinnie Vincent Invasion All Systems Go any Kiss fans out there uh, Man of War Kings of Metal which is my favorite Man of War record and then Overkill Under the Influence, and then I'm going to go to my favorite on this whole fucking list. <coughs> uh, Scorpion Savage Amusement, which I love too, if I didn't mention. Um, and then the number one record for me of that whole fucking year, Corner Punishment for Decadence, done. Awesome. That's it. That's all I got. That part where he's making the his mom breakfast, or Catherine Hicks, or whatever... Where he puts that, he puts like half the tub of butter on two pieces of toast. Yeah, right there. It's fucking gross. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, <laughs> I used to try and make my mom breakfast, and this movie influenced how I would do that. I put the cereal and I do the toast, but I wouldn't use that much of it. But this this movie reminds me of uh, me actually eating breakfast to this film because it starts off, you know, like this, and I used to actually have my toast and my cereal and child's play would be on and watch it. It was fun. Well, this movie came What harkens out. back for me here, if I may, this My is, mom hated this movie. She would not watch it. Scared no, this is bad, out. what I'm about to say. So, this is awful. I always thought about buying her a good guy doll and putting it on her lap. She was a heavy sleeper, so she would wake up with it on her. She would actually probably have had a heart attack, so I refrained from buying her the Chucky doll because she would have actually... Um, that would have not ended well. So, but yeah, this movie brings back a lot of uh, fond memories of me as a little Andy watching this film. You know, I had a lot of, um, you know, I could relate a lot to this kid as I was watching it. Even though this movie was, you know, I see. It still does not say how you can buy this. I'm on that. Cinespectral, if we have any Elvira fans like weird, me. I can't, it was on a different website. But it's I pissing saw. me off. Like, I'm. It's making me mad. 
It was a really weird like drop down menu when I had to look at it. Like you have to pick which version you want or that you can get. I wanted that. Uh, How much is it? Is what I want to know too. The, ver- the version A, they're like forty bucks, but I think they're still books. Like all of them are. Yeah, they're still books, and they all come with the first. The version A comes with two discs, and the other ones come with three discs. But where do I buy it at? I'm trying to find out here. There's a website I went I hate, look, I'll tell you guys, there's nothing worse than these underground companies putting stuff out, but yet they don't promote it. I'm not going to name any names, like the assholes that are making that Friday the 13th game that didn't want to come on our show because they're pricks. Uh, but anyway, I want to, this well, is just... shows it right here, the uh, movie2shop.com. They did post a link of it. This is the old school eBay, folks. You had to go up to fucking peddlers, fucking call it what it is. This is, this is this is be honest. This is Craigslist. It's all this is. Yeah, it's Craigslist. Modern day, it's back um, day Craigslist. But I want it. This is disturbing. This is this is where I'm going to bring my disturbing feel to this to this podcast. I remember watching horror movies um, late at night. After everybody was asleep, and I'd snuck out of my room or whatever, and I was in the you know, I, ne- I never had the um, the corduroy things on, but if I did, you'd slip out of that onesie so you can fucking stroke it to the fucking sex scenes <laughs> in your porn movie. So <laughs> if we've got anybody out there, if you remember having your little co- your little corduroy pants on or your little your little uh, <laughs> your little. Uh, coverall onesie. You got to slip out of them, and them out of your fucking underoos <laughs> to discover your sexuality during a horror film, like I did. <laughs> I don't know if Corey approves my pervertedness today, or he, or he does. Find out. But anyway, so when it gets back to that, just just remember when you're watching the film, uh, the little boy. You just have to imagine Doctor West in his. Uh, in his coverall onesies <laughs> that he that he's gonna strip down to for naked time <laughs> for nudie time because it's gonna be because you, you got to your work. you got your birthday present but you've also got you've also got to have your onesie out to where you can get to your beef because <laughs> that's that's Sorry, the most important part of it. Uh, so a budget of nine million, made forty-four million at the box office. Came out November 9th, nineteen eighty-eight. Movie set in Chicago. Pretty sure it's filmed in Chicago too, if I'm not mistaken. So there's only one version left. Is that what I'm seeing here? No, go back. You can. Uh, there's all three of them. You just have to instead of go to add to cart, you have to hit more, and it'll bring it up like the real thing. This is really ghetto. It is ghetto. Um. But yeah, they they did the OG Craigslist and got a a real Chucky doll off of a fucking bum, so he can not pay rent. And and this is your babysitter. What what I would do now that I'm just being honest about this is once she got liquored up after I had my birthday cake with the chocolate that gave me an erection as a small boy, (laughs) a sugar high. I would uh, I would yeah I would well no what I would do oh you'd wait till she's passed out so you can look up her skirt. I, well, no, it's actually more perverted than cootie, that. What I would do stuff. is slip off my young boy onesie <laughs> to, to wear 
to where I was just erect. <laughs> and then and then what I would do is uh, slip off her mature thong and and use that as a face mask. <laughs> Hell. As I as I rub my young wiener, because <laughs> <laughs> he's he's straight. That's what what gets it. I, I hated being dressed and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying to give a different twist for everybody out there that was also traumatized by the onesie as as a kid. <laughs> but I'm serious, you know. And and uh, and she's fairly attractive, you know. That's uh, Dinah Madoff. Uh, Dinah Madoff is in Welcome Back, Cotter. Mork and Mindy, but the whole putting me to bed thing. She was on Night Court and uh, put me to bed. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> sister, sister. Now, now here's what would happen to the babysitter. Now, this is where this gets kind of crazy, kids. So once Chucky came to life with his with his hard toy erection. Oh, of course, she was in Greece too. She was fucking uh, Marty, whatever. Well, the best the best scenario would the the woman here would be pleasuring herself. And then Chucky and I would slip off our onesies and deep here. Him with his with his <laughs> with his <laughs> toy doll cock for the for her puss, and then fucking uh, me with my young <laughs> my young raging hard on for her butthole. <laughs> <laughs> as as Chucky and I, because we're best friends forever, we also DP together. So that's this movie just reminds me of uh, <laughs> being a little kid because I used to do the same shit this kid does, except for. Make a breakfast like an autistic kid, but that's okay. So essentially, what we're we're figuring out here is that wheelchair fucker is the little boy. <laughs> but now, if it was me, if it was me, again, you would already be walking around with your. <clears throat> well, this whole movie would have a different spin with your on it. Pork helmet. <laughs> yeah, me and me and me and, me and Chucky would be DPing all the women in the building. It would turn into like a Cronenberg thing, where oh. Chucky's more of a mystical erection presence. As opposed to a uh, serial killer uh, that got inside the, a doll body. Well, this is what she gets. I've never seen a... Like, why would a babysitter be that mean to a fucking giant doll like that? I would have just left him in his chair, you know. Well, this movie is pretty Well, see, that's where you could do a porn of this, because the two... Chucky and the little boy... What's the little boy's name? Andy. Andy and Chucky would run the DP train on her for interrupting their fun time. With their... <laughs> It's like, yeah, now it's your fun time. And and then while they're DPing her while they're DPing her, one has a pudding cup and the other has like a like a <laughs> like a jug. Like, like, like like a the 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 sippy cup. Yeah. Was, well, I was gonna say a little hug. <laughs> a which Bob is what Tootie is. Look, he's a little hug. Yeah. Have you not seen those? A little it's like a little juice thing, it's oh, called a little it looks hug. Like a barrel. Yeah. Yeah, the barrel drinks. I used to have those too. <laughs> You're like, I want a barrel drink. Yeah. <laughs> I want my blue one. <laughs> I used to have a man. We can talk about hugs right now. <laughs> Shit. They have other overalls down <coughs> their fucking ankles. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, and they, they run the train on her for being mean to them. And then when they're done, they get in the fridge and eat their pudding cups and their jello cups. Yeah, their jello their cups. <coughs> tub of like ice gelatin. cream. Jello gelatin, not the pudding. And a tub of ice cream with all the chocolate syrup and, and the fridge on it. So I guess since Chucky's a doll, even though he's possessed, he would just shoot blanks so he couldn't yeah. get anybody pregnant, so he'd be the perfect mate for some <laughs> women. But, uh... He's like sterile to the end, Heidi Ho. Exactly. That was Heidi Ho. 
Heiny ho. We'll DP everything together. <laughs> um, but yeah. Of course she's called. And it's not really that this woman's attractive that she deserves the little boy doll gangbang, but <laughs> it's more of that she's there and she's rude. Yeah. She needs to be taught a lesson by a inanimate object. Exactly. There's just a lot of good uh, setup for audio here because there's some pretty funny moments in this movie. Um, and the camera work was very good, of course. It's directed by Tom Holland, famous for Fright Night from 85. And, uh, yeah, this is another masterpiece from him. You can check out Tom Holland's Terror Time that he does on his website. Or you can follow him on Facebook and Twitter, and he posts all that stuff on there as well. Show him some love. I think he's got some new projects coming around the corner. Um, may have something set up with that, so be on the lookout. What's that? With Tom Holland, because I did uh, <coughs> talk to him right before he's about to shoot a film, so I was hoping to get some uh, insight from him about that. Well, I was I was hoping he would come on and talk about... <coughs> The three-way he had with the bat creature from Fright Night and Chucky, where he had like a three-way with, the, and then there was a puppeteer, right? And then and party. then Norman Bates was there uh, from how <coughs> from <coughs> Psycho Two that he directed masturbating, Here's and the, I wanted to hear about that. He's looking through the peephole. And Tom, uh, thanks for never adding me on Facebook too, you old prick. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, it's true. He's an old prick. Because he, he's added, like, everybody I know except me because he's a cocksucker. But anyway, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You get a lot of love from me as I've sold your Fright Night Blu-rays on eBay. Um, I would never sell Fright Night back. No, I've got them. I kept them because Chris Sarandon saw him. He wasn't a douche. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chris Sarandon is very nice. If you guys get a chance to go to a convention, whether he's promoting... Um, Friday night or you know he promotes all that stuff they've usually been doing Friday night stuff but he has the slicks of uh, you know the child's play so ask him about that you know the role in this film and for for now at Tom Holland's table for a hundred bucks you can actually get a shot of Chucky fucking Tom <laughs> which is a a rare photo but he will sign it and, and put I took Chucky's plastic meat it's actually him getting blown by Chucky he's just standing up Nude right, he likes the little boy like dolls. He's like into little boy knocker. dolls. <laughs> the dolls just hanging off of his PV like a like a door knocker. <laughs> He's a serial killer, toddler toy pedophile, mm-hmm. whatever that is. It's a lot of things at once. It is. Which actually, Chucky gets his his name. The Charles Lee Ray name came from Charles Manson, Lee Harvey Oswald, and. Uh, uh, the guy that shot uh, that would have been a good name Martin for Luther for King. you on the show if you'd not used Corey Gorky you could have said you're Corey Lee Ray <laughs> yeah. I don't know I like that Charles Lee Ray has a nice sound it does sound like a fucking serial killer can you use Corey Manson my old vampire uh, what is it <laughs> vampirefreaks.com <coughs> well I wanted to tell name. everybody actually if, it's if, my AOL messenger name was Corey Manson it wasn't. I was kidding, but it's my goth knight name. If I was going to use a name, and this is this is disturbing. Here we go. It's Hammer Smash FaceTime. 
Well, if anybody wants to hear this, I've got a cool thing to tell them in a minute. Those films very effective how they hide the doll, but you know he's coming. You know. It's just cool how they build it up. Tom Holland was coming too, shooting this. He was shooting and shooting. Now we're Smash FaceTime. Hopefully somebody. Oh yeah. That's Friday the 13th style right there. Fly out that fucking window. Taking out the trash, Chicago style. Very nice. It's a good death. Plummets all the way to a fucking truck bed. So, man, she caved that truck the fuck in. Was that her own truck? Yes. That's even more fun, you know. She didn't even do any property damage except for uh, what's her name's window. The name I wanted Catherine Corey to Cameron's. go by, I wanted Corey to go by on the the show was Otis Tool. <laughs> now let me tell you who Otis Tool was because this this horrified me. This is just real quick. As a kid, and I've talked about this before, but every time around this time, I start thinking about this. Adam Tool was, excuse me, Otis Tool was the man that killed Adam, the, the little boy Adam Walsh that was six years old. He fucked him in the butt and decapitated him. Damn. Which is disgusting. I think you mentioned this before. I, I did, and I'm bringing it up again because I thought Otis Tool would be a sick-ass name for a, either a band member or something else because it, it's depraved. Yeah. It's a little much. It is, but it kind of goes along with my theme today of taking a onesie off and... <laughs> I think this and either fucking or getting this, fucked or decapitated or this or is interesting in the film because and of course there's Chris Sarandon again you saw in the beginning uh, he's gonna <laughs> just like in Fright Night Chris Sarandon makes invites himself into your mom's home so he can fuck your mother <laughs> that's what he likes to do he does like to do that he likes to invite himself into your home and fuck your mother <laughs> he does it's exciting for him. It means a lot. It'd be cool if he's still kind of Jerry Dandridge in this film. Like he's, you know, he's a cop, but he's he's also a vampire, and he's gonna fuck Andy's mom. But uh, I thought the dynamic was cool that they added in. You know, uh, blaming it on Andy kind of thing, where it's like a child killer. There it is again. Tom Holland rock starring me. I just did it live on. What now just got rock starred again by this prick. <laughs> what an asshole. Anyway, nothing makes you feel better than getting shit on. It's actually Tomas Hollander. It's his real name. And he's from Denmark. Yeah, and for everybody that listens to the interview at the end of this, I just want to say that from the bottom of my heart, if you're if you are from Europe and you were one of the people that corrected our pronunciation on the first time we interviewed you. You can fucking die in a car accident. I hope you get fucking mutilated and die. Anyway, for correcting us. You don't correct me. You can correct somebody else. You don't correct either one of us on this page. If you don't like it, then turn it off. <laughs> I mean, you can, but... You're just going to hear the, my, my wrath, so... I don't, you know... I don't, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend listening to my wrath, but... That was just real quick, but anyway... 
So happy holidays. Alright, some uh, releases here I was wanting to talk about here. Well, I said male catchers, but it's MLB catchers. It's not what I was looking for here. Um, well, I mean, the male catchers goes along with this with this episode. Because the, the deleted scenes of this, just real quick, were... Uh, um, what's his name again? Tom Holland? No, not Tom Holland. <laughs> the little boy. Andy. So Andy, there is a scene where Andy and Chucky pleasure each other in this. <laughs> It's called cuckold's play. <laughs> well, no, it's 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 called sixty nine with a doll, but it's it's <laughs> and Andy likes to eat out Chucky's <laughs> horny plastic butthole <laughs> and his horny plastic sack <laughs> since it's empty. It's filled with play doh. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then and then and then and then Chucky fills it full of dishwashing soap to give him a, 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 uh, this a is fucking the- hot finisher. <laughs> No, this is the part where Chucky's in his chair. He's watching him whack it yeah. <laughs> under, his, under his sheets. Because Andy's favorite thing to do in this film is to come in his onesie. <laughs> well, he wears the same fucking clothes every day. He wears like the... He has a premature E-jack in, <laughs> in this. Because he, he doesn't know what Chucky's doing to him when Chucky's filling his top bottom <laughs> with, his, with his serial killer doll cock. <laughs> so... You know, that's that's the whole point of this. And, you know, there's there's a lot of scenes in this. Chris Sarandon was not comfortable doing adultery with anyone in this film. <laughs> so Tom Holland stood in with a black wig and did it. No, Tom no, Holland's was, dress, he was, was, he was, was a rainbow. It was a rainbow clown fro. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, he the, the bright green, neon green doink fro. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> makes he, it all that he, more tasteless. <laughs> he doubled, Tom doubled as Chris Sarandon in this because Chris Sarandon was not a, a pedophile. Chris Sarandon wouldn't double over for, <laughs> right. for plastic meat. Correct. But now... You know, there there isn't there is a there is a scene, and we'll never see it because it's on the director's cut floor of a bukkake party that Andy and Chucky had. Of course, Chucky was having to use dishwashing soap that he in, ingested in his butt. It is Dawn. right? And and Andy had his first cum load. And, and what they did was they had a bukkake party on Tom Holland's face because he's so nice. <laughs> it's the director's bukkake. It's called Sprite Night. <laughs> I was just gonna crotch play, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway. And of course, Andy, like most boys that age, he does he does wonder sometimes. Uh, He's curious about women and stuff, but he his mom's never there, so he could never really get too curious about women. He was more curious about his doll, and uh, he was wondering why and his doll's asexual and. You know, has a is a Ken doll then, <laughs> and, he, and when has, he has this meat and bag. Well, this this scene this scene right here was very disturbing because initially he's a tripod. Initially, his mom <laughs> initially his mom walks in and catches him because Chucky liked him to stay in the onesie hard and and lick his plastic. He was like, how come Chucky doesn't have beef and broccoli? <laughs> well, no. 
since it's since Brad Dorf eventually what he does is gets a dildo that he found in the purse of the woman that he threw out the window. And he just sticks it. That on he hammer fashed made. So so he did that. So what he does is he lifts just his licks it, he sticks li- it on. Well no, Andy Andy takes off his onesie. Not Andy's onesie, but Chucky's onesie, lifts his his plastic sack and and and, and dildo cock yeah. and then licks Chucky's taint. Oh. <laughs> Still tastes brand new. Yeah, it's it's that plastic doll. Oh god, his Ken doll taint. <laughs> <laughs> his manufactured taint. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Andy also likes to look into Chucky's blue eyes when he gets fucked. He likes to bottom for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's hoping he'll in his crotchless onesie. <laughs> Sometimes Chucky just gets mad and just tears the ass out of his onesie because his mom didn't realize how it had to keep purchasing onesies for him. She thought he'd just like push his ass too hard or <laughs> keep shitting him and hiding him. But anyway, <coughs> Broken Hope uh, released the details for their new record, Mutilated and Assimilated, which comes out. Give me to put June, June 23rd on Century Media, please. And uh, it's the seventh studio album, which is crazy. Um, and the artwork is available now. You can check it out. It looks pretty fucking awesome. If you like the Omen of Disease artwork, this is... Uh, you can check it out on our page. It's the second... Is comic. it the same artist that looks like this? Yeah, somewhere? it has to be. I mean, it looks fucking sick. There's, looks like the thing. Um, that was the other shirt I got. I got a thing shirt. You got that blue one, didn't you? It looks like the OG, the vintage. Yeah cover. It's called The Classic or something. Yeah, I got that. Oh, it even says, uh, Wes Benscotter. I don't know how to say his name, sorry. Uh, Wes did the cover art, and I guess he did the last cover art, but it says collaborating with us to create the epic, sick, thing-inspired album artwork. So, that is what they were going for, and it worked. It, it looks amazing. Um, of course, uh, Damien wrote a few songs on guitar for this album, which is pretty awesome. Um, so maybe you got some gorgasm sounding stuff on this record. Looking forward to that, and shout out to the to the rest of the guys in gorgasm as well. Um, of course, famously for this record, Jeremy used uh, Jeff Hanneman guitars to make this record. Don't know how much different it'll sound with that, but maybe just the influence maybe inspired him to write a little more of a what's the name of the record thrashy edge to it. Uh, mutilated and assimilated. Uh, here is the track listing. It's got 12 tracks. And you can tell where some of it uh, comes from here. But I'm going to go ahead and read off the track titles if you're cool with it. Please. Track one, it starts out with The Meek Shall Inherit Shit. Um, which is a good way to start off an album. That's just a great song. Um, the Bunker. Mutilated and assimilated, so you got the title track as track three. Real quick, I think that the the bunker was inspired by uh, Chucky's anus from this film because it's it's about his bunker. I think most of this is actually about the thing. This record, which is cool. Uh, this is probably four tracks four and five already. And I, I always, when I'm looking at track listings for albums coming out. I always try and pick the ones that are going to be my favorites, and usually if it's got a nice title, it's got it's a really it's just a really good track. So this is track number four, Outback Incest Clan. That's pretty fun. Uh, and then my that favorite cover art's great. And then my favorite one, 
was track five, Malicious Meat Holes. That's pretty great. Uh, track six is Blast Frozen. Track seven is The Necro Pants. Which, that just sounds like a cartoon. You know, Omen of Disease is really good. It is really good. And the, you know, the Docking Dead, it's got a lot of uh, nasty uh, lyrics to that record. And, uh, very gorific. It's very horror, and I loved it. Though this one seems more out of sci-fi edge, you know. <coughs> throwback to the thing. Uh, the Carry On Eaters is track eight. Track nine is Russian Sleep Experiment. Uh... You got 10 is Hell's Hand Puppets. Track 11 is Beneath Arctic Ice, Antarctic Ice. And then the final track on the record is a uh, wordplay track on previous uh, Broken Hope songs. So I don't know if it's... I feel like this is going to be a medley song, maybe. Or maybe it's just a wordplay on the title here. But it's called Swamped and Gore Hog. So I'm assuming it's the song Swamped and Gore... And the song Gorehog put together. And that would be really fucking awesome. Um, so here's hoping to that. Uh, so yeah, you can pick that up. Uh, Central Media Records, June 23rd. Mutilated and Assimilated from Broken Hope, their seventh studio record. <clears throat> so there's that. I just want to say American Satan, that movie that's coming out, looks like a fucking pile of shit foot long turd. What is that? Some is it that one hipster that, fucking? I'm, I'm trashing it right now. On isn't the page. it that that movie that it's like we? I'm a metalhead and I put some songs on there. Is that what that is? You know that was the sponsor for fucking uh, Summer Slaughter last year. Was that stupid movie? It is again. So that's a movie. Yes. I didn't know what that was. They didn't say anything about it. It's just American Satan. What's American Satan? It's American Satan. You know, I don't even want to put it on the page. It's a gay. Is that okay? Yeah, just don't, just don't even worry about it. It just looks like a goddamn turd. <laughs> it really does. It looks like a goddamn turd. Oh, and here's the thing. I want to. I want to just say this for everybody that's listening. <clears throat> Thank you for liking our page. But here's the deal with that. If I send you a, you know, I accept your friend request or whatever. I send you one or whatever, or whatnot. We're friends, and that's cool. If I ask you to like our page and you don't like it, don't expect me to like your shitty bands page. Okay? Just don't expect it. Just don't. Because I'm not going to fucking do it. It's very simple. You just click like, and then guess what? After you do that, I will go like your page. And if you can't do that, it's real fucking simple. Don't expect me to like your shitty band page or art page or whatever the fuck it is if you can't like my page. It's real simple. I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not being unruly. Just, you know, it's not that hard. Just click the like button, and we're good. There's not a problem. Done. Boom. Um, I feel good today. I'm in rare form. Can you tell? Yeah. Um. So anyway, so uh, but yeah, uh, but thank you to everybody. Uh, the positive spin on thank you to everybody that keeps liking the page. I'm I'm trying every day. I try to whore myself out to get people to like our page. So you are you're being a total um, whore. I am. I'm trying, and uh, but anyway, I'm trying to do that. Um, also, I want to take a second. Um, June twenty third on Relapse Records. Uh, the same day as the Broken Hope record, you can get another album from uh, Maryland's N.W.A. It's called <laughs> it's called Wrong One to Fuck With. <laughs> Actually, it's Dying Fetus. I'm sorry, but that uh, don't know what you guys are going for with the album title, but you know, I guess we'll take it. Maybe the album will sound really good. I don't know. <coughs> uh, there's a teaser up now for it. You can go check it out. Um, 
Apparently there's a... <coughs> and there goes a meth explosion here. They just blew up the entire house. Uh, sure we can probably find something about that explosion right there if... Uh, just a straight-up demolition they did, or... It looks like it was right in the city, so I don't know if... They were going to blow that place up anyway, but... But yeah, the, you can look at the artwork for... The new Dying Fetus coming out, same day as Broken Hope's record. But this one is on Relapse Records. Uh, the artwork's actually really good. It's, you know, just a dude standing over a bludgeoned corpse, and they got a hammer in their hand or something, a sledgehammer. Looks Reminds me kind of a Langshay... One of their records. Um, yeah, it's got a bonus track called Induced Terror on one of the versions of it. And uh, you can listen to a brief teaser thing now from that, so that's cool. Also, for you Iced Earth fans, they also have a new album coming out. Can we try to get them? We'll get John on the show. Oh, I would be fucking amazing. We'll, get John well I, I put a thing up about it on the page. And it, look, I know you guys probably like, oh, you're deviating from your thing. I'm not trying to do that. Dude, Iced Earth is fucking awesome. And John Schaefer is fucking awesome. He's one of the best guitarists alive, I think. He's very underrated. He's metal as fuck, man. To this day, he's, he's never fucking changed he's, his shit. He's an American badass, and he's just he's just cool. We had a really nice talk with him years ago uh, when they were doing the uh, what the fuck's that album called? It's the it's it's not it's not it's the last Ant- one. It's the one before it's the one with the Anthem last. on it. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I can't remember. Either way, if you could get... I meant to... We saw them I don't know, we're talking about this on the show, but I, I would love you. Well, but I, no, I think we should totally get them. We'll, we'll, well, I put a plug up for the record. Yeah, I think it looks great. Not. The album cover looks amazing. It's called uh, Incorruptible, and you can pick that up June 16th from Centro Media. Centro Media is about to have some great stuff for you guys coming out, so be on the lookout. Well, you know, my, th- my thing... Broken would... Hope and uh, Iced Earth is just, you know, a week before, so definitely... Um, I'll go over the track listing here... For I Stars Incorruptible, real quick. Um, it says April 28th, two songs will be available online. The 28th and 29th of this month of April, when you're hearing this, uh, you can listen to two tracks from that record. And I'll do this one really quick. Um, uh, there's 10 tracks on the record. Here's track one. It's called Great Heathen Army. Already expect a nice, epic, uh, fast track for that one to open this album up. Uh, Black Flag is track two. Raven Wing, which is, which will be available for your streaming ears on the 29th of April. Uh, the Veil, uh, track five, Seven Headed Whore, which I love. That that's a really cool this track title. Uh, Iced Earth, and uh, April 28th is when you can hear that track online, so you can get a heads up on that. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, the Relic Part One, which is track six, uh, Seven Ghost Dance, Awaken the Ancestors. Uh, Brothers, Defiance, and number 10, Clear the Way, December 13th, 1862. So they always got to, you know, have some kind of a historic date for uh, a track on their records, which I'm glad they kept up with that tradition. I really enjoy that. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of different editions coming out, and they're all limited copies you can buy. Um, They actually have... A white vinyl that's 300 copies, and you can only get it in the USA from FYE, which is weird. But uh, nice. if you have an FYE around you guys when this record comes out in June, uh, definitely pick it up. Chucky has some big-ass fucking batteries. Well, now let's talk about that. That actually, they don't work, and they fall out, and you think, oh, well, it's because 
you know, he's possessed. Well, that's true, but they're also for the dildo that he uses on Andy. Yeah, it's like a giant, you know. It's a giant rotating cock, mm-hmm. and it goes that way. It pleasures his young anus, and then <laughs> and then and then <laughs> tickles his uvula. <laughs> and then when he takes it out, it goes all the way to his uvula. When he takes it out. Because a lot of people thought in a couple of edited scenes that Chucky had been eating chocolate, but it was actually where he had went. <laughs> it was actually he went, Andy Bum Bum. Yeah, he went. He went ass to mouth with Andy's chocolate from his butthole. <laughs> oh God! Well, she's checking the buns right here now. Oh yeah, cool. That was just now. Well, thanks, Broken Hope. Um, assume that's Jeremy that does all the. Um, what is it that runs the social media of the pages for Broken Up I don't know whoever it is thank you guys for uh, <coughs> for the support and uh, I've talked to Jeremy a few times and <coughs> you know we talked about him getting on the show and we'll we'll definitely have him on for you guys uh, probably you know around June whenever the record's about to drop so be on the lookout for that. Maybe as well. May because we don't have anything going on in May. Yeah, we only have everything uh, in May. Um, I'm real excited to tell you guys yeah, about that this now. This would be a good plug for this right now, if, if it's okay with me doing this real quick. Sure. Uh, we have Alex and uh, another repeat offender, Alex from Crisians, coming back on. We're going to be recording that tomorrow. And what's awesome about it for me, this is this is kind of a double whammy. So tomorrow. One of my favorite death metal bands, one of Corey's favorite death, death metal bands, we've got Alex coming back on Repeat Offender, and he's bringing Max with him, the drummer, and it's also on the day that Peter Steele died. We're doing the interview. Wow, really? Yes. This week? Tomorrow. 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 Wow. So, uh, seven years ago, I lost one of my heroes, uh, Peter Steele from Typo Negatives. Crazy. And Carnivore, and uh, so... New it York, is something positive tomorrow. New York for that. brethren, something, something positive for that tomorrow. It's, it's sad that he passed away, but we've got we got the Christian guys stopping by to kind of make that a little bit better for for me because it's it, usually I get really drunk and I don't leave the house <laughs> on the fourteenth, and then right. later in the month, obviously, uh, or next month when uh, Dio died. But uh, that's a story for another time. And I want to also just uh, take a second. Right, this is this Chucky's uh, full blown. Very important to tell you guys this, and uh, although, quite frankly, the, the fan photos are very offensive to me, I think this is really fucking gay. The fuck is that? Anyway, my my release, my uh, Blu-ray release for the month of April is the Phantasm box set. Just buy it. I'm not going to review it. Corey's going to do an unboxing for us with his, and uh, we got that coming up. That's you're, that's going to be on YouTube, I'd say, really soon. And then because uh, his his is actually. No, sitting in a mail tonight. carrier right now, so it's coming up. That's, I'm about you're going to have that go and, and kick uh, him in the nuts and go uh, see if I can shake him down for it because I think the I just mail guy I, should this, be here. They just ruined stuff for me. It's like I don't want to see people. Oh, they're just that. like I'm glad they bought it, but I don't. I don't need to see that. They're trying to get noticed on it. It's fine, you know. Oh, cool. Just There's them buying it at Best Buy. I'm putting that. Should I put? That, I'm putting that up. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I said this. I think it was on the. Um, I don't know if it was on the Wino or the uh, the Henry of God Dethroned episode we did, but um, I was talking about how Don Coscarelli actually had an unboxing of it because they sent him a copy. I think that's what this is, and it was really cool. Well, no, this is him going into Best Buy to buy it. <coughs> I think he goes in. I think that's beforehand because I th- I don't think anyone's. I think he actually bought his own movies. 
Um, That's awesome. Pretty sure he did. I mean, hey, you give yourself some money, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, he does a very awesome unboxing of it, where he sheds a lot of light on a lot of the the things, a lot of stuff he didn't knew, he didn't know, uh, you know, was even still around or made up, you know, saw the light of day or that ever would. So. Um, if that made any sense, what I just said, um, I didn't understand it. <laughs> it's like I, it, I, I hit the. But it sounded rewind. Good. That's all that matters. Yeah. It sounds good. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> but he shed. He there's a lot of insight on on that unboxing where he remembers stuff that he didn't even remember until he started looking at the box set and you know. All the extra features that they put on there and all this stuff. The making of, which I did a comparison from the specs of the Blu-rays to the DVDs I currently have. And uh, they're very different. Uh, There's a lot of stuff ported. Like, the only stuff that's really ported is the old commentaries and the TV spots and the trailers and the -the behind-the-scenes features. Everything else on those Blu-rays are, like, brand new. Um, There's making of featurettes on all of them. There's uh, brand new commentaries on all of them, and there's a couple other things on each of them. There's a lot of featurettes. There's a bonus disc, and there's an appendium, which is very. It's a 127 page booklet. Very cool. You can tell I'm such a nerd about get buying this. I remembered all this shit. Just you know, I don't have anything in front of me here. I'm just so excited to get this box set. Um, hopefully, it shows up here in the, very soon. Uh, should be getting it today though. So. And Tootie is loving this movie. Is he? Is asleep right now? If you can hear him snoring here, we'll we'll go. It's funny. He's Tootie Bear. <clears throat> He's had a long day of being on the couch to where he passed out. Well, he stays up and watches cartoons all morning till I get home. Then he gets to take a nice. He dumps a gallon of urine and goes <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like pissed his soul out of his hoo hoo. And now the uh, the fuck's her name? So Karen, or Catherine Hicks or whatever her character in this film, Karen. She is trying to find. She's looking at that hobo dude that sold her the doll. Which trying to find out. Oh shit! You just gotta love when Facebook shits the bed when I'm trying to fucking work on something. It's supposed to be that Eddie Caputo or Neil Guentoli. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Oh, the peddler is Juan Ramirez. No, he's in other stuff. Yeah, that guy's weird looking. He kind of looks like uh, what? Uh, what's his name from fucking Breakfast Club <laughs> in this? He does. Uh, I can't. I'm drawing. Judd Nelson. Him. Yes, he does. Yeah, Judd Nelson. He's he could be Judd Nelson. Stuns Juan Ramirez as the peddler. Uh, yeah, Chris Sarandon just fucking need him in his little fucking magic beans. <laughs> his little pintos. <laughs> So now they're finding out about the doll and all that and where 
the origins of the doll. And slowly they'll find out it's got the spirit of Charles Lee Ray inside of it, the infamous Chicago serial killer. Which I don't know if this, I, I mean, obviously this movie's supposed to be in Chicago, but um, don't know if it is or not. That's a funny picture. It's depressing is what it is. It makes me feel like I'm fucking... The man who partners Eddie Caputo. That's that's Neil's character. So I don't think we've seen him yet. So I'm going to go check if that fucking mailman's here. You want me to keep running it? Yeah. Really I got fast. it. I got it. Y'all ready? I'm going to keep running Really, really here. fast. This is going to be like five seconds. I'm probably be like, well, I'm getting to it. Be like, just, just grab my fucking box. I know it's in there. If it was an $80 item that I don't want left in these fucking... Mailboxes here. I'd rather just have it now. Chris Sarandon is now hunting, is what he's doing. He looks like he's hunting, uh, hunting down people, uh, which is cool. He'd rather have. This really sucks. I can't. I'm trying to find a good photo to put this up on the. Mom, pussy, stay. Yep, maybe. Um, But anyway, um, Child's Play. I remember seeing it at the theater. And, you know, it was one of those things where it was like I wasn't really planning on going to the theater to see it, but I did. And uh, ended up having a really good time. <coughs> I, uh, you know, just really. Any of the horror movies from the 80s were always really special to me. I think they always will remain that way just because. I was really young and you know it was my first experience to it of course later because my mom was a big Hitchcock fan um, I got exposed to all that and and of course Vincent Price I discovered on my own and through my uncle and of course the the Chris Lee and the um, uh, the Hammer Horror stuff uh, uh, Peter Cushing uh, which me I'm, I'm more of a Peter Cushing guy than I am a Chris Lee guy um, so very exciting Sorry, some dead air there. Uh, Chris Sarandon's about to get attacked by Chucky as he's driving his car, using a cigarette lighter and lighting up his cigarette as Chucky now takes, looks like, uh, jumper cables to his neck. Hilarious scene though, because Chris Sarandon just does not know what's going on. He just fucking nailed a a uh, goddamn mailbox like the one you do. And now Chucky's trying to stab him and fillet him with a goddamn butcher knife as he drives. I always thought this scene was 
really entertaining as a kid because it was just like Jesus, you know. And how Tom Holland did a good job shooting all this. Um, So, pretty exciting stuff. I always dug that. Well, that's fucking gay. Anyway, no Phantasm box yet. It's like my package is like the weight of his fucking little truck, and he can't drive fast enough. I love how people have pictures of stuff, and they won't let you use it on goddamn Facebook because they've got everything fucking... uh, Watermarked. Could not post a timeline. This message could not be posted to the timeline. What is it? I was trying to post some stuff that I, you know, wanted to post. And I can't. It's pissing me off. Where you know, if it's, if it's a goddamn public photo, why can't I fucking use it is my whole thing. Where are we at in the film right now? Uh, Chucky trying to stab Chris Renan while he's driving. Now the car's wrecked and the car's upside down and he's hanging out. Perfect. So I wonder if everything, every goddamn thing on here is privacy protected. Because if it is, it's going to really piss me off. It's just really annoying. Corey's having a goddamn business meeting lunch here. <laughs> I don't know what's up, but that's funny. Um, Shit. Okay. I'm trying to put something on the page is what I'm doing. Really I just got copy protected by something I was using. What do you <coughs> mean? A photo. Which what do you is, mean? Like, you, <coughs> even though I'm on like a, just a generic, like Wikipedia page, it fucking, something was copy written in the photo where I couldn't post it. Oh. Tuna, thanks for farting while I'm about to put this in my mouth. Real nice. Smells like human shit. <laughs> thanks a lot. Those weird like yoga figures. What the hell is this shit? Am I food? This smells like a fart, or did he actually fart? Or did you fart? No, I did not. This is a a voodoo fuck den. And there's the amulet used by Charles Lee Ray to perform the. Uh, Soul transfer, if you will. And if I'm not mistaken, those drawings are of Charles Lee Ray. Praying to a voodoo god of some sort. Well, thank you, mighty Dumbala, for life after death. You want to tell everybody what you're eating there? I'm eating an egg roll. Sounds like you stepped off for some takeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I thought I'd have my box set by now so I can sit there, eat some grub, enjoy the box set. Do you really, and I will, do you want me to come by tonight? Yeah. No, I've said I was going to forever. Yeah. I've been dying for one of those goddamn sandwiches. <laughs> I'll be there. I don't know who would... Or is this a bad... Wait, is this a bad night? No, this is... Just, okay. 
Every night's a bad night. Well, that's okay. We'll be out of there soon. Nice. Is that okay? Yeah. You sure? There's nothing wrong with type of negative, man. That's New York shit. Never had a problem with that, man. And I really like carnivores, so. See. Anyway, <coughs> is that Tony Todd? No, no, I was the Tony Todd stunt double. <laughs> I always thought it was, but it's not. Well, I have a favor to ask you. Yeah. Would you tell everybody about the metal sucks thing? Because I'm, or, or is that what it was? Yeah, blabbermouth, blabbermouth. Excuse me, sorry. Metal sucks. I mean, whatever. And it was one of the webzine things. Do you mind telling everybody about that a little bit? Because I. I'm actually curious because I don't know shit about what really happened with that either. Man, this part's actually really funny. Let me get some audio real fast. I'm his bending that body. More human you become. You mean I have to live out the rest of my life in this body? No fucking way! You got me into this, you get me out. I can't do that, Chucky. Why not? Because you're an abomination, an outrage against nature. You perverted everything I've taught you and used it for evil, and you have to be stopped. You know, I thought something like this might happen. That's why I prepared for it. What are you talking about? Your own personal mojo, Doc. Give me that. Sure, how do you want it? Broken leg? That's awesome. Yeah, that's Neil. Um, Gentoli. Now, see, as a little kid, who is a Chicago one? Okay. Tell me you died, John. Your choice. Every time Facebook takes a shit when I'm trying to use it. He was Jigger in uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. Never could get into that movie. It's long. I would rather Tooties rip my sack off and eat it as a snack than watch that film. Cause, and I'll tell you why, because I knew all these people that would be like, I'm an intellectual because I watched Shawshank Redemption and that movie with Billy Bob Thornton where he's a tar. He's like, that movie's good, good man. That folks flung blade, I get drunk, not flung blade. It's like, really, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather go fucking uh, running with knives than watch that fucking movie. This film's interesting. I really like the voodoo stuff of it. It's different, you know. It's not just a doll with no explanation killing people and he even does the voodoo doll thing and it works it's just cool you know? Brad Dorff's also in one of my favorite films my favorite role is uh, his role in uh, <coughs> in Blue Velvet <clears throat> yeah I like him in Exorcist 3 too <clears throat> oh yeah which we did which we, we need to do the other version sometime I agree we did the director's cut version 
Now, when we did that, had he passed away yet? Yeah, that was right when he did. That was a nice a tribute before. we did. Yeah. You know? And it, it just happened yeah. all right there. Yeah, because we did the forward in the beginning of it. Oh, yeah. That was the Napalm Death episode. Shout out to Shane and Barney. Still appreciate you doing that. Had fun. I've got a little surprise for everybody if I can find it. I'm going to give you a sample of of Chucky, of Brad Dwarf, in my favorite film. From uh, Blue Velvet? Yes. Okay, so at this point, uh, Andy is already in some kind of a boarding school because they think he's a serial killer. Which is funny, he's just locked up. Because they don't know what to do. Of course, you don't suspect his own doll of killing people because he's actually a serial killer, but. And of course, Jack Colvin there, that's Dr. Ardmore. And I found it, I think. By the way, a lot of people think that I am Dennis Hopper in that film. I've <laughs> been told that by several people. I'm going to give you guys some audio from this as soon as I can find it. I've got it. It just won't play. <coughs> and Jack Colvin was in The Incredible Hulk Return, so it was Jack McGee. Ma! Mm-hmm. I want you to meet a friend of mine. Hey, Raymond, you get enough beer for Ben, too. And, of course, that is kind of the voice of Dennis Hopper. Heineken! Fuck that shit! Paps Blue Ribbon! <laughs> Do you remember watching this? You and I watched it one night together. It's David Lynch film. Yeah, it's my favorite. That's good. Darling, could you bring some glasses and we'll have a beer with Frank? You said I was Frank. Well, no, you're. Yeah, him. Yeah, him. Yeah, you said I was. Frank. And that's Ben. That's Ben. Yeah, you're Ben. Which one's Frank? Dennis Hopper. I'm real. Oh. There's my boy. He's like a henchman. Like a... One thing I can't fucking stand is warm beer makes me fucking puke. My darling, where's the glasses? That is me, because I'll... Here are the glasses. Here are the glasses. Here are the fucking beer, man. So I'd have to be like, darling, where's right the glasses? Jens is Brad Dwarf in this. Yeah. Yeah. That was pop so funny. Streak up. Here's to your health. That shit looks straight to San Francisco. That's straight to fuck. You're gonna say, here's to your fuck, Frank. <laughs> if you like, Frank. Here's to your fuck. Cheers. Ah, you are so fucking swamp. <laughs> hey, we love Ben. We love Ben. Here's the Ben. The Ben. 
Mr. Ben. Here's to Ben. Be polite. Of course, Ben is the Dean Stockwell. Here's to Ben. Fast forward just a little bit here. Oh, gosh. There goes Jack Colvin. Turned him into a fucking microwave meal. Turned him into a baked potato. Dean Stockwell is also in the Langoliers, which is another <coughs> Tom Holland film. Quantum Leap, which I love. Yeah, Quantum Leap. It's also in the Dunwich Horror. Uh, if you guys have never seen this, Dennis Hopper hands down his best performance ever. That's great. And I just want to play one more clip of him in this. Even better than Texas, too. Oh, Han- God, yeah. <laughs> buries it. That was a joke. There's one more part of this that's fucking funny. Here's the Ben. <laughs> anyway, I can't even find it, but great movie. Uh Best David Lynch film, hands down, and, and yeah, I am Frank. I love that. He's just like, he's like, here's to your health, Frank. He's like, no, let's drink something else. Here's to fucking. Say, here's to your fuck, Frank. That's <laughs> fucking It's fucking amazing. Anyway, um, yeah. And amazingly, Andy is not in a onesie right now. He is in the little kid jacket. Did you have the little kid jacket? Yeah. The warmy jacket, keep you warm. <laughs> those are always good, you know. Those are nice memories. And the mittens. I'd always have a figure in one pocket and like candy in the other. Sweet tarts in one pocket. You know, and a better as a fellow other. northerner, even if it's like it is outside here now. You know, uh, up north, you need to wear your fucking your huggy jacket. You gotta have it. And your mittens. You know. Gotta have it. I always had the ones with the <coughs> had the midget uh, the midgets uh, the, one of these the mittens attached to it, so you can just like. Did you just, have it where it's this like, kind of hand yeah, though? The whole did thing. You, yeah. It was like, like a goddamn alien. Yeah. Uh. Speaking of which, did you ever see if that shit was going to be playing down here in Florida? The alien thing that we talked about the other day. On it. It's supposed weird. to just pop up on that fucking website. If you guys can find it, shoot us a line about it. <clears> they haven't shit. put it up yet. It's supposed to be on that website. And they still haven't put it up. They're just like, here's a list of theaters that's not there yet. So <clears throat> you're supposed to be able to go to Alien Day and then look at the. It says worldwide screening event, and then it just says coming soon on it. It says, check locations for screenings of the original 1979 Alien, attend to get an exclusive sneak peek of Covenant, and to receive a one-of-a-kind commemorative, commemorative item. 
which I don't care about anything but a fucking poster. So if you can just give me a poster, that'd be cool. that's the only commemorative item you're interested in. Yeah. I See, I, I, I mean, don't want a I think that's very unselfish of you. What I, what I want is like some props from the original film. So I'll let you have the poster, and I'll take the props from Ridley Scott. You won't get it though. No, I know. It was still a fun joke. Um, is this real? See, other than that, I mean... Oh, and here we go. Now, Chucky's going to take Andy to the toy store so he can steal his body and be a young boy, so... He can finally come again. Yeah, because Chucky likes to... Chucky likes to come, even though there's nothing that comes out except dishwashing soap, if he can find it. So, always... If Chucky's in your house, always hide the dawn... Because he uses that as his jig when he ma- when he masturbates or fucks. <clears throat> it should also be pointed out if there's some perverts out there, unlike myself or Corey, that are not. Uh, Chucky is also uncircumcised. <laughs> he has an uncircumcised doll cock. <laughs> But he, he, because it's tiny, because he's a little boy doll, he fucking hooks the dildo on like an attachment. That way he's hung when he, when he fucks. <laughs> it looks like he's about to fuck Andy right here, honestly. <clears throat> and is it just me or does it look like Chucky has genital warts on his fucking face <laughs> right there? God. I think it's a burn, but it actually it's looks a genital. Yeah, he's got fucking herpes. He got the herp right. from somebody. Fuck the dirty voodoo doll. It's from that babysitter. She had a herpy coochie. I love the way they did this. This, I mean, this thing is just, it's actually really cool. Him running around with that butcher knife's about worse than Mike Myers with a goddamn butcher knife. Yeah, because he's, you know, can get you at the ankles so you can't even see him hide under a couch. Or he could be like Chris Sarandon and have the, uh, the gun ankle here. He's fucking... He's fucking dirty hairy in this movie. Apparently. Where's my goddamn... Motherfucker. Where is that? My fucking... This phone did a fucking update today, and it's got me all to shit. I can't find my fucking... I don't even have a text option on here. Hmm. Well, where the hell is it? Uh, Phil would be proud of me. I'm now friends with Sky Elabar. That's from the Greasy Strangler. So that's funny. That is awesome. <laughs> he popped up on my suggested friends. So I was like, all right. Where the hell are my texts at? God damn it. Anyway, I'm sure you guys have ever had to deal with this. Your fucking phone doing weird shit or updating stuff. It just chaps my butt. Well, and there he goes. He's fucking Andy's mom. He's trying to. I love this. They put him in the furnace. We got some audio here. This is pretty funny. Oh, 
Can I show you something? It's not anything. I just want you to read this. Can you do this? I'm busy. <laughs> what is it? Read the last two. So yours is in hers is in blue. That's oh, yours in blue. The writing. The I'm in white. Okay. What? Jesus. That's fucking awesome, isn't it? That's me right now. I'm trying to be on fire. <laughs> my eyes caught on fire. <laughs> it's fucking cool, man. Doctor's showing me his nasty... <laughs> nasty messages. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking funny. And this is live audio of Corey Gorechrist on the Phantom Podcast. That's funny. Oh, my baby. And now he's a peanut butter kid. (laughs) You know what? They should have just said, hey, come pick your package up at the post office after work. (coughs) Instead of, hey, you have to wait six months for it to get here. Or watch the mailman pass you on the way out. It's driving you crazy, package. It pisses me off. I would have had it by now if they're just... I should have just told them that, hey, when you get it in today, don't give it to this stupid mail carrier that takes 12 months. So it's a different fucking asswipe every day that delivers my fucking mail, which I don't appreciate. You're supposed to have one fucking mail person until the other one retires or blows his head off, one of the two. Well, that's a nice trip. Yeah, this part's hysterical. It's actually pretty fucking creepy. The melted... Chucky face. This part's pretty awesome. They need to make a, a t-shirt of that. And I would buy it. That's pretty fucking scary. For some reason, I thought in this scene, whenever he tripped them, all that was left was the bottom half. Of the Is Chris Sarandon dead? No. You know, I didn't realize this is like a Christmas movie. It does feel like one. Well, no, it's Christmas time. Remember? Yes. Yeah. Well, I know it's winter. No, it's Christmas time. I just call that Christmas shit at her side. If it's not, it's close to. It's December, definitely. Yeah. Ugh. Oh. It looks like this was in New York, too. It's in Chicago. Oh, okay. <coughs> Which is even colder than New York. Have fun with that, Chicagoans. He looks fucking gnarly. I think it's cool. They should make a Chucky doll, which I'm sure somebody has. It's a toy. He has burnt to a crisp, battle damaged Chucky. That shit's fucking nasty. It really is. It's kind of like Tar Man or something. I think it's cool. There you go. <laughs> He's still going. That's fine. That's the part I was thinking of. I thought. I thought whenever Andy. Gets tripped by him. I thought that all that was left was the bottom half, and that's this part I mixed it up with. He's shot to bits here. 
This is like Terminator style right here. Where's Chris Sarandon? I think he swoops in and saves the day or he's being a pussy. I don't know. I don't remember what happens to him. Do you know what's neat about this movie? It's not scary at all, but it's eerie. Yeah, it's kind of freaky-deaky. My mom hated it. She thought it was the scariest thing on the planet. Really? I guess if you're afraid of dolls, I'm not. Well, maybe she'd be afraid of a doll getting a hold of you like that, too. Yeah. You you know, so. I guess for a parent thing. But she didn't care that I watched it. She would just not watch this movie. And this movie... This movie, when I was growing up, was always on. Like, all the time. So I'd watch the shit out of this. There he is. He's... I got shot near the fucking nutsack, so I, I wouldn't go anywhere either. Oh, hell. Doesn't he go into that cop? Huh? Doesn't he go into that cop right here? I'm pretty sure that's what he does. He like goes into this cop. Brad Dorf does. I don't remember. He said not to touch it, but of course, you know. So that's Jack Santos, I believe. So, Tommy Swerdlow, when she was in Howard the Duck. And uh, Cool Runnings, which I loved as a kid. Okay, well, I'd like you to take a look at this thing, okay? Because there's no way this thing is alive. But I told you not to touch it. Mike, will you be sensible? Come on, look. There's that cop. It's dead. There he goes. Oh, here's, uh, here. That's weird. You need a burnt Chucky skull in your house. That guy wrote the screenplay. The guy getting choked out here. He wrote the screenplay for Bushwhacked, which I love. It's a Boy Scout movie with uh, Daniel Stern in it, where Daniel Stern plays like a crook that's on the run from... It's uh, pretty much framed for something that he didn't do, but he's, so he's on the run and he disguises himself as a... Uh, oh, that's nasty. He disguises himself as a uh, uh, Boy Scout. Uh, Scoutmaster and takes these little scouts on a trip and hijacks them. I always thought Chucky was going to give the finger there and he never did. Oh, go. Hi, I'm Chucky. It's gnarly. That's the creepiest part of the movie is that. Uh, so yeah, the that guy right there wrote the screenplay for that as well as The Little Giants which is a Rick Moranis Ed O'Neill film and, uh, he was in and wrote uh, Cool Runnings and Snow Dogs as well uh, Tommy Swordlow so that's pretty cool 
But uh, if you guys were kids and you haven't, you know, haven't seen Bushwhack, this is just a great uh, comedy movie. It's very funny. Um, and this movie is chock full of nostalgia for me, as I said, because it's it was on so much as a kid for me. And the whole thing in the beginning where he prepares breakfast <coughs> so horribly. Um, it's just fun. This movie is great. It's just good. It brings back a lot of good uh, memories as well, watching this again. And the, the print looks great. What'd you think? <laughs> I actually let the audio on for a good bit. It was cool. Um... Well, it's it's good. It's <laughs> what'd you think? <laughs> uh, yeah, Child's Play is one of the one of the greats. I mean, as far as slasher, even whatever you'd call it, suspense. I don't know. It's a, I mean, it's definitely a horror movie. It's almost a creature feature. Um, definitely. It's Tom Holland. Kind of, um, kind of a Jason kind of you know Mark Myers thing though, because he seemed like he he's like a. A classic with all that stuff. Now. It was almost ninety, you know, so I mean, he was like the next thing, you know, because you had uh, Leatherface in the seventies along with Michael Myers, and then you brought in uh, Jason and Freddy Krueger, and then uh, next comes Chucky. So, you know, he was kind of the the next big thing, and um, you know, I'd, it's it's just a really good movie, and it's timeless. Um, it's a fun watch, definitely. You kill it still is. Um, I'm gonna pull up one more thing here. No. God, the reverse art on that is sick. Look at that. That's the actual theatrical poster. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know why you don't have that on there. I just never got it. I just opened it. Oh really? The Play it on here. Yeah, nice. You know what? I have I like to put things on the ball. What the hell? I'm not used to this new menu thing. Of course, Howard Berger did the. Uh, Gotta love him. Yeah, did the can be effects kids. Yep. They've done everything just about. He did uh, <coughs> supervision. Was part of the Chucky crew. I created him. I guess multiple parts of him. Um, fuck, I'm trying to pull up something here. Bear with me. Yeah, but yeah Scream Factory, of course, does a you know another fantastic job on um, all this stuff. David Kirshner is who created the Chucky doll and the look of it. Which he did all the dolls up until Curse of Chucky. Um, David Kirshner is also famous for writing an American Tale uh, cartoon and Fifle, those Fifle movies, Fifle Goes West. Wrote the story for Hocus Pocus. Also a screenplay for The Page Master. So... This guy is actually the guy that created the Chucky doll, David Kirshner. Actually, did a lot of really good uh, children's animated films back in the day. So really? Was, yeah, it's pretty crazy that he. 
created Chucky out of that. Which, you know, the Child's Play films were in the middle of all these films coming out, you know, it's kind of one after the other. Um, yeah, he's done all the, you know, he's executive produced all the Chuckies. Apparently, Cult of Chucky is the next Chucky film in line, the next Child's Play. When's that coming out? Um, it says October 20th. It's probably straight to video. Yeah. It's fine, I'll buy it. The last one was great. Did you see it? No. It's great. It's his daughter. Yeah. Brad Dorf's daughter's taking over the role. That's who's in this one. And Jennifer Tilly's still in it. Brad Dorf's still the voice of Chucky. Uh, Alex Vincent's returning. So that's pretty cool. It is fucking cool, man. I, I like all that shit. I like those movies. They're fucking good. But. And Don Mancini is directing it, who I think has done all the child's plays or wrote them all. He's wrote all these movies and he's writing the new ones. So, I mean, why wouldn't you watch it? I mean, if it's the writers continuing <coughs> yep. the stuff on, I mean. You know, I like Child's Play though. I think it's, it's good. It, it holds up. It. It's the the first one's definitely the best one, but they're fun. All of them are pretty fun. I've really I don't know if it's Broad of Chucky or Seed of Chucky. One of those has really grown on me. I can't remember which one it is. Maybe Seed of Chucky. I just really like that movie. I don't know why. This one where he has a kid. I don't remember that. It's one. goddamn hilarious. Um, but anyway, we've got uh, Cut Up coming up, and uh, hope you guys enjoy that. And and to be those guys were cool, and we had a lot of fun with this episode. It was. Pretty silly. Um, yeah, 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 the interview was hysterical. You guys have no idea the madness that's about to ensue. <coughs> it's pretty funny. Um, you pretty can funny. pick up uh, wherever they may rot now from Cut Up on Metal Blade Records. <coughs> it is available. <coughs> I cough to death. <coughs> and rest in peace, Dr. West. He is, uh, as we speak, uh, dying on, on air. <coughs> Apparently. Um, can't get better. So yeah, you can get Cough Up's new record. <laughs> wherever they Dr. may, West, wherever they may choke. To death. No, it's Dr. West, Coffee to Death. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah, um, so pick that up and we will bring you that now. And as always, from me and the doctor, stay fucking gory. Corey Gorkreis here, Dr. Vincent West on the Phantasm Podcast. We have a uh, our first repeat offender repeat with us today. <laughs> and uh, we also have Anders on, from, and uh, the guys are in Cut Up. They have a new album out, Wherever They May Rot, that came out March 24th on Metal Blade Records. Guys, it's good to have you on. Yeah, good to be here, man. And, uh, yeah, I am <laughs> I'm saying it correctly, Anders, we... Uh, uh, Tobias is known as, as Tobias on our show. Yeah, we said before yeah. <laughs> that caused a lot of fun there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good, okay, awesome. Well, uh, last time we talked, uh, you know, Forensic Nightmares was still pretty fresh, and we we still jam out to that record too. We haven't forgotten about it. 
And uh, you, last time you were about to do some shows, uh, so it's been almost a year. So talk a little bit about uh, the festivals you did. Well, um, we um, we we hope to, to to do more festivals than we actually did right. this year, uh, but that's that's just the way it is. I mean, the the competition is quite hard nowadays with the uh, you know getting getting a slot on on. On the festivals, sure. even though there are a lot of festivals around, at least here in Europe, absolutely. Um, but uh, well, yeah, it, it it reminded us that Cut Up is still a new band and it's it's a new name in the scene. So right, it it probably takes a couple of albums before uh, people get to know the band better. So maybe the the, the request for for live shows is is better. I don't know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But but yeah, we, we did a few few shows and uh, yeah, the, the the response on those festivals uh, and shows were, were absolutely great. So we're, we're really happy with that. At least. Awesome. Yeah, man, and then I, from there, after the uh, the festivals, is that when you guys went and started writing for the new record or? Uh, no, I think we, we had already begun writing for the new album at that time. Okay. Uh, the fir- first couple of songs uh, came pretty early on. I think uh, Andreas wrote <coughs> to in, what was it, somewhere January, February last year? Right. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. I think so. And that was like way back in May when we last talked, so that was a while from then so that's crazy it's been it's been that long just about almost a year yeah, yeah. and uh the the new album uh you guys want to talk a little bit about the uh the artwork uh yeah you get the artwork question <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah but uh, the artwork uh, the ideas for that came came about we we were uh, discussing what style we want and uh, uh, we were uh, more or less we had more or less decided that we uh, wanted to uh, work with uh, Lukasz Jaszak from Poland again right. uh, he did our the artwork for Forensic Nightmares and, love the artwork uh, for that we, we had uh, we tossed some ideas around and you know we uh, I can't remember all the all the turns it took you know but but uh I think what we ended up with is uh, an artwork that has kind of more, more like an perhaps a, an old school feel com- compared to to the style of, of the artwork on Forensic Nightmares. I, right. I enjoy them both, but uh, I, I think it suits the, the music well, and it's uh, yeah, it, it feels it feels uh, like we ended up with something that that you know uh, was a bit different. So. Right, it feels good. Yeah, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot deeper. Um, you know, the first album cover being pretty straightforward. You know, uh, very gory, yeah, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah like it's a central figure. You know. Yeah, and this one seems like there's a lot more. You know, you have to listen to this record to really figure out what this is about. And I really enjoyed that this time around. The artwork looks very cool. It's almost symbolic to the sound of the record, which is uh, I really like that. And uh, talk a little bit about uh, the. Video for Vermin Funeral. That, that's a pretty awesome uh, video you guys did. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah thanks <laughs> yeah thanks you want to take that one to be as well we can fill 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 fill, fill each other <laughs> <laughs> not not that way it's not that kind of podcast <laughs> Well, uh, we recorded it uh, during a couple of days in uh, in a in a basement of an industrial building. Nice. With no heat. With no oh. heat. Just a, just a small small <laughs> uh, heat fan. <laughs> right. But it, it was it was nice. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a nice environment to to. Recording, you know, it looks cool. Uh, it goes well with the music and so on. And there was a lot of space there to to shoot the other scenes with the with the construction workers and, and so on. So, right. Yeah, but the the crew did a great job with uh, quite a limited resource resources. And uh, yeah, I think it turned out pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. And you guys. Uh Recorded the actual record. You recorded that at Unisound. Is that where you guys recorded the? Uh, or as Mix and Master Unisound it was recorded at Big Balls Production Studio. Is that where you recorded the first one? Yeah, it's the same studio. Awesome. Yeah. And then going back into that um, recording with them again, um, you guys felt at home and everything. It was, or was it a little bit different for the second record? Well, it was. Uh, I mean. Uh, the choice of studio is, uh, I mean, it's it, first and foremost, it's the location. Uh, right. It's very convenient for us to, to record there. Sure. But also, it, it's a it's a it's a it's a good studio, and uh, the the people working there they they know what we're all about. So, and they're, they're very very easygoing people, and uh, there's almost never any any problems, you know, with whatever. Right. Uh, very. Yeah, it's, it's a good environment to record in. Good. That's awesome. Did it take a long time for you to record the new record as opposed to the first one? Um, didn't it take about the, more, the same time, more or less? Or, or? Yeah, I think so. Roughly? Uh, <laughs> roughly. Like, like uh, uh, real uh, working days, so to speak, or recording days. Right. That's, that's probably the same. Okay. Uh, maybe between two weeks and twenty days. No, not that much. Two weeks tops. Yeah, I'd say. probably yeah. not bad. But but the the recording sessions were spread out during uh, a period of a month, something like that, uh, because of you know we had normal jobs and and so on. Right. So it, so it had to fit the. The everyday everyday life schedule as well. Right. Well, it's cool. It's the the new record is definitely. Uh, I don't know. It's different than the first record. I don't really know how to put my. I like both of them. Um, the new record. Uh, I haven't listened to as much as I have Forensic Nightmares, but uh, I like it. I don't know. Forensic Nightmares grow me really quick. I feel like the new record. You guys were uh, kind of a different feel to it. Uh, I like it though. It's uh, oh, yeah. it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, I think uh, I think it maybe I, I can't speak for every band, of course, but but I think for uh, at least you know for me it feels like whenever you uh, do a follow up to to a previous album with a band, it's it's 
more or less it feels natural that you want to do I mean, you want to more or less evolve and uh, I mean not not to the point that you make it sound like a different <clears throat> band or, or, or whatever but sure but still it's uh, it's all about I mean basically of course when it all comes down to it we do this for our own sake you know oh yeah exactly I mean the, that's uh, we do it because we love it and, uh, well that's the beauty of it you know is when uh, other people can appreciate it you know um, yeah and, and we I definitely mean, do us, it's you know I mean we love to play live and all this and, and love feedback from people of course I mean sure but, uh, but, but uh, I mean yeah awesome um Really like the lyrics. Is Eric Eric does the lyrics for the for the record? Uh, Eric and uh, Andreas. Uh, I even tried the <laughs> writing for the for this album. Uh, no, from from maybe, ear to maybe ear. Maybe it's just one one lyric. Though. <laughs> uh, from ear to ear, who primarily wrote the lyrics to that one? Yeah, I think uh, he he's, he writes most of the lyrics, but uh, Andreas has done. That bunch of them too and, uh, okay you wrote some as well Tobias didn't you, you yeah, yeah yeah I actually wrote a few lines on, on the, uh, in the aftermath oh okay well this is uh, probably my, my favorite one on the on the record lyrically it says oh. lost in his final humanity a monstrous appetite begin a necrophiliac's need to ejaculate in the dead <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome just, that it's great it's good shit and also if you guys Hey, you listeners out there, you have uh, YouTube and you're not living under a rock and you know who Cut Up is and everything. You, they have a lyric video for, from ear to ear, I believe, so you can check that out on Metal Blade's uh, YouTube and also on their Facebook. You follow them on there. You should. If you don't, then you should. So, yeah, that's my favorite lyric of the whole record right there. It's fucking awesome. Brutal. <laughs> the way we like it over here. <clears throat> and then, uh, Tobias, you also did... Um, the Netherlands Death Fest. You play with God Macabre and also Niflheim. Uh, talk briefly about uh, about that. Yeah, it was um, it was a great weekend. Uh, there is this killer venue in Tilburg in in Holland, uh, which is called O13. Right. It has like two two stages indoors. Uh, the main hall has a capacity of I don't know. They they expanded it now, so uh, it's. At least two thousand, I think. Right. Yeah, it looked pretty awesome. I saw the yeah. live set of it on online. It looked uh, pretty sick. Seemed like you guys yeah. had a good time. Yeah, they have uh, three three stages all together from that festival. It's, it's a three day festival with fans from all around the world and also fans from all around the world. Right. It's awesome. Uh, going there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's always a it's a great uh, great atmosphere there and so on and it's a great mixture of. You know, extreme bands. It's uh, mainly death metal, but also some black metal and uh, right. grindcore. Yeah, that's also. a it's a pretty nice it's mix. A little, bit, little bit for everyone, I think. Exactly. So I I, I recently joined as a live drummer uh, in Niflheim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll, I will do uh, a few shows with them. Awesome. Uh, during this during this year, yeah. Um, and European so shows, of course, right? Sorry? European shows? Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, a few in Sweden and in Germany, Denmark, uh, UK. Awesome. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, I'll do a few shows with. So uh, the first one I did with uh, Nifelain was at the uh, Netherlands Death Fest. Uh, right. Played played with them on Saturday. It was uh, it was a great show actually. Uh, yeah, you guys sounded really I was good. A, I was a bit, you know, I, I I'm always almost never nervous before a show because right. I'm usually, I mean, I've been been doing this for many years and I usually sure. know the material so good so <laughs> I'm usually not nervous but you know the few minutes few minutes before the Neat Lane show I, I was actually a bit nervous right uh, even though I had, had practiced a lot on the songs and uh, I, I knew that I knew the, knew the songs uh, and I knew that they were excited to have me in the band uh, I was still a bit nervous but just as soon as the first song started you know I, I played the first like uh first hits on the symbols right i felt yeah this is going to be great so then i just relaxed and enjoyed the show so it was yeah, it was it was great i got to see and some then, live footage of you playing uh a friend of ours uh, been on the podcast he had posted some footage of bands playing so i actually got to see some of your set yeah i think there are a few different ones uh, up on youtube now what was the the last time they had played uh Live, um, I know they 2007 was I think their last full length record, but I don't know how if they kept playing shows after or not. Because um, I don't think I've seen them pop up really that uh, much. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've done a few shows. Okay, you know they uh, they they actually we had them as special guests on the re- release party for Forensic Nightmares. Nice, awesome, man. Yeah, so they they were actually headlining that night, but. They were invited as special guests. That's killer. Uh, yeah, so that was in the summer 2015. Yep. And then they, they, they played, played occasionally in, uh, in Sweden, as far as I know. Uh, right. A few shows. So, but it, it's, it's not very often. Right. But then on, uh, on, uh, on Sunday, I played, uh, because the festival is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Uh, so on su- Sunday, I played with uh, God Macabre. Uh, which was also a great, great show. I mean, we played the main hall, and uh, uh, even though we played like four, four in the afternoon, something like that, uh, pretty packed, I'd say. Awesome. It was really good, really good, and it's uh, it's always nice to play those old Gamma Carver songs. No, I. Oh, sure. I know them know them in my sleep so it's uh, <laughs> no, it's a uh, it's a uh, how, do you, how do you say it it's a downhill ride <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's, sure. it's easy and just uh, so much fun you know always always a great party afterwards as well of course <laughs> oh yeah man <laughs> celebrate catch up with so many bands you know you guys have played with yeah, over the and years and yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, meeting a lot of uh, friends in bands from the U.S. that you don't see too often. Sure. Hung uh, out a little bit with uh, Leon from uh, Impale and Nails and all those bands. Yeah, I know uh, Ross did like triple duty at that show. He played in... Uh, yeah, I talked to him briefly. He played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he had his work cut out for awesome. him and that. And that was pretty interesting. I think, uh, I know... It wasn't a Netherlands Death Fest, but I know Shane did a show. I think it was in Mexico or somewhere, um, 
or south, somewhere in South America. He played in Brujeria, then he played in Napalm Death, and then he played um, Lockup. Was it Lockup? Yeah. Lock so that was crazy. <laughs> seeing, yeah. seeing the guys do that, it's, you know, it's pretty crazy. It's not easy, as a, you know. So we definitely extra respect for you guys for doing, you know, pulling that shit off and sounding great out there. And um, yeah, judging by the videos, obviously we couldn't make it out there, but uh. Look like a killer time, you know. From what I've heard, you sounded great both nights, so uh, it's pretty awesome. Well, thanks. Yeah. And then um, I'll give this one to Anders. Uh, how do you think the new record's being received right now? Uh, what's the feedback you're getting? Well, uh, I think it's uh, being received well. Uh, generally, I've, I've uh, you know, uh, I'm not read every review and so on, but uh, right. the ones I have read uh, seem to, you know, the seemed to be nice and uh, uh, we were uh, really excited you know to see see how this record will be would be received and uh, uh, so it's uh, I mean it's, it's only been out since uh, since Friday so uh, right. <laughs> uh, but uh, and I actually haven't held the physical cup in my hand yet uh, oh wow they're waiting for us in the rehearsal room so uh, uh, I'll, I'm looking forward to seeing how it turned out all of this, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I, it's it's a bit bit too soon to answer that question fully, you know. But uh, the the reactions I have seen so far have been uh, generally positive, you know. So that makes me feel really good, you know. That that's always, of course, what you. I mean, even though, like I said before, we we do this mainly for ourselves, but uh, yeah, sure. Still, uh, you, you mean I mean the the of course you want to see people. You know, like it. That's right. Uh, that's yeah, it's uh, an extra we, bonus. We feel, you know. Yeah, yeah. It makes makes us feel you know slightly better. You know, but so if somebody uh, wants uh, to be a nanny poo poo about your record, you can just be like, well, fuck you. You know, that's our record. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's nice yeah. when other people are on page. Yeah, but, you know, they're on board with the new stuff. You know, and uh, yeah, it doesn't yeah, of course, yeah, stray away from anything. It's definitely a cut up record, and uh, you know. Um, Definitely in vain of the old vomitory stuff that hasn't really left the table either. I think a lot of the old fans yeah. of vomitory will still resonate definitely to this new record. I mean, you know. it's hard it's hard not having vomitory resonating through music in, in one way or another. I mean, it's exactly. Still, I mean, two two ex members and uh, of course two fans of the band as well, right. and, and me and Andrea. So so in one way or another, I mean, it's it's inevitable that that. You know, vomitory is heard, or I mean, uh, so uh, I mean, uh, and it's not it's not something that that you know makes us feel. Uh, you know, I don't even know what word to use, but it doesn't right. make it make us feel bad in any way. It's just, right. uh, but but still, all of us in, in the band, I mean, we feel that cut up is its own thing and, and all this. But uh, naturally, when you have people from from a, a band that's been so, um, I mean important in the scene and all the, and all this and then sure uh, when i mean also uh, we we play similar music uh, there's, there's no getting away from that it's still right. that metal you know and uh, so uh, yeah it's uh, we just want to make the best death metal we can you know the sure. the, the kind that the kind that we like you know the the right kind <laughs> exactly <laughs> and also you know not just a vomitory fan i'm also a cold worker fan so you know there's a bit oh, of yeah, anders cool. in there too so that's cool you know uh fans yeah. of that band as well you know you can get a little taste of it and and cut up as well so it's you get best of both yeah. worlds and then something brand new you know so it's nice cheers man yeah 
And then um, what's the uh, future hold? You guys got some uh, shows lined up, or uh... yeah, uh, we're uh, in a in a month. Uh, we're going to uh, a place uh, up north in Sweden, not not as far north as, as you can go, but right. still pretty far north for, for us. You know? So uh, that'll be the first gig in a while. So uh, all of us are looking forward to that, and I think it's going to be cool. It's, uh, it's a club that's been around for for a long time. I haven't been there, but uh, and I don't. I think Tobias knows this, but I don't think they're in the same venue that they were before. Maybe or oh, okay. Uh, I'm not uh, sure, but but I know that the guys uh, that runs the club there mm-hmm. are great guys, and I I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're promoting the shit out of it. So, <laughs> hey, that's good. That's what promoters need to do. Yeah. And then we have a. A couple of more festivals uh, coming up. We're, we're going to play in Finland for the first time. Oh wow! Uh, in in May, <coughs> at a festival called Steelfest. Okay. Uh, which is uh, it's, a, it's a pretty nice festival. Played there once before with uh, with Vomitory. Uh, actually, Anders has too because he was filling yeah. in Vomitory at that. Time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that's cool. Be around like 2012 or 13 or something. To going back. Now, do you guys when you when you guys play at the the festival stuff? Do you ever get to go check out bands that you like? Or oh yeah, that, that's the that's that's the fun. That's the best part. <laughs> well, you know the the reason that we asked, I I, I did. Uh, I'm not even sure who we interviewed. We interviewed somebody recently, and they were saying that they never really got a chance to go watch the. It was obituary. Those guys were saying that uh, Terry was saying that he didn't really get a chance to. He, he like he would want to, but they usually didn't have time and and whatever. So. It's good you guys get to watch some of the bands. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think it's easier now that we're going out like for one-off festivals and all this. But maybe if it's a different situation on tour, perhaps. I mean, festivals. If, if you don't have to leave right after the fest, after the gig, then you have you know the the rest of the night to get drunk and watch. Bands. Fuck yeah! I mean, that's, <laughs> that sounds like that would be the, a really good part of it. You get get to play, and then you also get to go check out some of the bands because I know. Yeah. The bands you guys get in Europe don't even touch the stuff we get over here. So you, you get way better stuff in Europe, man. The stuff over here is the festival <laughs> stuff is not as definitely not as good. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I mean, it makes sense, you know. It's uh, especially now with the way politics are here, it's hard for a lot of the, you know, uh, you know the uh, overseas bands, band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to come over here and play. Well, yeah. shit, even the, the South American bands and stuff, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. We're under rule of a dictator, so yeah. it's... We got fucking, you know... <laughs> we got Lucifer running everything. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's, it's, it's a, Hitler, Hitler's sons running everything <laughs> in America, so... It's more than a forensic nightmare over here. It's just a, it's a goddamn nightmare. Fucking political nightmare, but yeah. <laughs> it's a Phantasm's new record, are political sure nightmares. This, are you sure this conversation isn't going straight with to, to like... The NSA or something. Uh, yeah, but, hey, you guys don't have to worry about that. We're, we'll be the ones that go to jail. You guys are good. <laughs> like they're innocent. They're that's you know. part of my it's part of my whole uh, mystery with my character. So I'll just I'll go to jail for all of us. We're good. <laughs> They'll just deport us, and then we'll then we'll all hang out. Cool. You know? I'm Canadian, so they're going to get me with a double whammy, <laughs> talking shit, and then I get deported too. <laughs> now, uh, are you guys uh, horror fans? I don't remember if if we got to that point with. Uh, with you to be as before, um, but are you guys uh, horror fans by chance? Like horror movies? 
Oh, I think we talked a little bit about it last time, but not not me particularly. But sure, I enjoy horror movies, but it's not like I'm a I'm I'm crazy about it or you know watch it regularly. Right. But, but yeah, I enjoy it every once in a while. Awesome. And Anders, what about you? Are you a horror fan at yeah, all? I'm, I'm more of a fan of horror movies. <laughs> what's some of the what's what's one of the first ones you watched when you that you liked when you were a kid? Oh, uh, no, but yeah, uh, when it comes to horror movies, I, I don't watch that, that many horror movies. Actually, I'm, I'm uh, usually just if if there's a horror movie on TV and I'm I'm, I'm up late, you know, I'm the only one awake. I usually switch channel because otherwise I will be too scared to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. Jeez. laughs> Well, what's the what's one that you remember that scared the living shit out of you? Because I have a few for me. I, I remember a few, you know, when I was a kid watching TV and just, uh, you know, I've seen some of them, you know, again later, and then you just, you know, well, how did this scare me? But I, rem- I remember the, oh, what's it called? I think it's a Stephen King movie. It's, um, uh, or maybe not. You correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe not Stephen King, but. Creep Show Two, I think. It was. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, there, there was a scene I remember seeing where the, there was uh, like a uh, uh, what's it like a floating uh, floating the raft. Uh, yeah, raft. Yeah, uh, and there's uh, you know a couple of kids just tanning or whatever. Swim, uh, yes. And then there comes <laughs> this uh, oil uh, oil thing in the water that's. You know, comes alive and then just drags them down through the raft. And, oh, it's great! Uh, yeah, the <laughs> one girl, the one girl that had been laying there, the hot chick, and she leans up and she's like, she's her face is coming off, and she's like, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that scared the shit out of me when I saw it for the first time. So, uh, but then I, I, you know, I saw it years later, and uh, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Drink a beer to it, you know, it's fine now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, fucking awesome, guys. Um, well, you can pick up wherever they may rot now on Metal Blade Records from Cut Up. It came out March 24th, so if you don't already have it, what the fuck are you waiting for? It's out, so go pick that shit up. And um, I want to thank you guys for, for doing this. It's been it's been great talking to you, Tobias. It's been awesome uh, you know, talking to you again and having you back on. You're our first repeat offender, so thanks for coming back on the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, great talking to you guys again. We really appreciate it. And uh, before we let you go, if we could get a media plug from each of you, that would be amazing. Right. You start on this. What's a media plug? Uh, just, just, <laughs> just, uh, just say... <laughs> God damn. Somebody just get a boner? It's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Shit! It's, it's the Gong music. Show. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, it's a media blam. <laughs> uh, ju- <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, oh, that's awesome. Uh, your name, your band, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Oh yeah, all right. Well, uh, this is Anders from Cut Up, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. And uh, go get our new uh, album. Wherever they may rot, I'm on Metal Blade Records worldwide. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Okay. Um,
this is Tobias of, of cut up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're poor. <laughs> I should do that first. So don't don't start laughing. Okay, no right. laughing. This is Tobias of Cut Up, and you're listening to Phantasm Podcast. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh man. That's fucking awesome. We you have know what that is? I have no idea. No, it's a, it's a, it's a it's jaws it's harp. It's a what? Yes, that's right. What is it? It's a... What did you say, Anders? It's called uh, a... I think it's a, like a jaw harp. Uh, you know, the, the thing... You're oh, yeah, the... Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mouth harp. Something. Jews harp. Mouth harp. We should know that. We're in Florida, I know. Well, it sounds like whenever you, you see a hot chick or something, that's what the noise I hear. <laughs> I have one here. <laughs> <laughs> so yours is just that's why it's been going off. It just keeps happening. <laughs> hey, do you guys before we let you go, do you mind doing one where you do it together? Sure. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Alright. Anders better out there. Alright, this is Anders from Cut Up. This is Tobias of Cut Up. You're listening okay. to a fantastic podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Let's just Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Do you want us to take turns to be us like, like? Yeah, this is Tobias. This is and this is Anders, and you know we're cut, we're we're in Tobias. cut up, and you're listening Thanks. to the Phantasm podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is Anders from Cut Up. This is Tobias of Cut Up. And you are listening to Phantasm. The Phantasm Podcast. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and now you're listening to Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk soon. We'll stay in touch. And, uh, yeah, go pick up. To be a salt, I'll, I'll message you when we've got everything up on our page. Yeah, great, great. Cool. And thank you so much for doing this, guys. We appreciate having both of you on. Yeah, thank, thank you. It was nice talking to you again. Awesome, awesome man. And uh, cheers. Take care and uh, be safe out there. And we'll we'll see you next time. Yeah, you, you too. Man. Take care, guys. Right. Later, guys. Yeah, take care. Bye. Bye. Soon from Phantasm. Good evening, all my leg shoppers. It's closing time. The star will be closing in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do. <laughs> because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied. No, this creep keeps calling you. He's driving us nuts. Leave me alone. He wants to slash their prices. Who's there? He wants to cut their inventory. You're crazy! He wants to chop until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. And now, he's turning their retail store. There's gonna be one more killing here tonight. 
into a wholesale slaughterhouse. From the producers of Evil Dead 2 and Pulp Fiction comes a new chapter in terror. Bruce Campbell, Ted Raimi, Renee Estevez, and Sam Raimi in Intruder, a new dimension in terror. I'm just crazy about this story. Every legend is based on fact. Every myth is grounded in truth. For 17 years, the town of Haddonfield, Illinois, has been haunted by a night when evil roamed the streets and a madman ruled the night. Everyone knows his name. Now, everyone will know the truth. I knew what he was, but I never knew why. Halloween Sits, the origin of Michael Myers. Director of Fortress, The Pit and the Pendulum, and Reanimator takes you into the dungeons of Castle Dorsino. Now, an American family. Welcome to Castle Riley, lady. Will inherit a legacy of evil. They say. The castle is haunted. And a master of modern horror. <laughs> will unleash his most terrifying creation. Stuart Gordon's Castle Free. Is somebody else here? There's somebody in the castle! We want you to search the castle. Giorgio Dorsino. He was never buried. She kept him alive. He's here somewhere in the castle.
three animators, Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton. In Stuart Gordon's Castle. last party was talked about for centuries. Oh, God, how I'd love to host a party like that. I wish to be beautiful forever. Even if it kills you. As you wish. <laughs> was it worth it? Would you like to escape? Yeah. No! Beg for your life. Help me! Pray for your soul. But whatever you do... Ready to play? Don't make a wish. Ah! Wishmaster. Careful what you wish for.